0: Today is September 30th. Welcome in. I am today's host of BDE Radio Groups. I'm glad you're here to join me today. Um, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a great weekend. Let's just go ahead and start it off from the top. It's going to be a great weekend. It's a playoff atmosphere here in Atlanta, here at the Battery. And I can't wait for tonight's game. We have... Jacob deGrom versus Max Fried. And this this is for all the marbles, you know? And I, I am so excited. I'm ready for this. It's what we've been talking about all summer. And this is this is what sports is about, right here. All right. Not alone do you have this, you have guys breaking home run records. You 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 have football going on. We we have some stuff to talk about, especially with what happened last night with Tua. Um, that's some scary stuff and the NFL has a needs to open their eyes because they they might be in for a rude awakening right here with this investigation that's going on. Um, it, we got a lot to talk about. We have some picks at the end. We got to talk about some college football about some upsets um, about what might happen this weekend. There's some very this is a good weekend for college football and I'm excited for it. Um, it's just me today. Cam is busy. Uh, I will say. He was trapped in the, in the Dominican last week, and I, I'm in the uh, process of moving out of this apartment and moving upstairs. Um, so we weren't able to get to last week, but Cam is safe. Um, everybody down in Florida, if you listen to this, uh, prayers are out for you that you survived that hurricane. And anybody that's in Georgia, the coastal lines of Georgia and South Carolina as well, um, thoughts are out for you guys because I know y'all are about to get hit or you're currently getting hit. With the second wave of of Ian and everybody down in Fort Myers and Naples and all of that, just be safe, stay away from standing water. Just if you can get out of there, go ahead and get out of there. I know it's already over and stuff, but it's going to be a mess down there for a while. And uh, I just pray for you guys that hopefully one that you're okay, and two you have good insurance to replace all your stuff. That's why we have insurance why it's there. Um, but as long as everybody's okay, we'll rebuild and we'll be okay. That's what these hurricanes happen. It's what ha- is what, what you got to do. So um, thoughts and prayers for out for everybody down there in Florida, down along the Tampa area and in central Florida as well. Uh, let's go ahead and get this thing started. Let's get into our first topic. And I think I've already kind of talked about it. If you're watching the, the feed right now on the, the stream, I got the menu back up. I'm decked out in Braves gear. I'm going to the game tonight. If you want to look for your boy, anytime they show a right-handed batter, look over that back shoulder. I'm right there. i will be in a red jersey. Look for your boy. Um, but as I mentioned, we have Jacob DeGrom and we have Max Freed going tonight. Um, it's this is what you ask for when you when it comes down to it, right? These these are the kind of matchups that you're going to get in the playoffs. And as fans, this is what you crave. Um, You get to see two aces, two Cy Young guys that going up against each other and it's going to be a hell of a game. And as I mentioned, we're coming into this game, the Braves, in this sense, they're down one game. Should be tied, but they screwed around and couldn't finish out the series in um, Washington on Wednesday and the Mets came back from a 4-0 deficit and beat the Marlins in uh, extra innings. So coming into this game, down one. So what do you need to do to win East Um, pretty much you need to win five out of the next six games Um, you can either that's either you do it by a sweep you do it um, you 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 have to sweep one of these two teams you either have to sweep the Mets which is preferable or you have to sweep the Marlins Um, but you have to win five out of the next six so this is how it's gonna go down if the Mets sweep obviously they clinch that's pretty obvious we're down one game we lose three to them. We're going to be down four. We're in the wild card, is what it is. The Mets win two out of three. They will have a two game lead on us. That's not ideal either. They would have to pretty much lose out, and we would have to win out for that to be the case. If we sweep, we'll be up by two games. Again, we will need to win another two games there to secure the East. If we win two out of three, we'll be tied. You pretty much need to sweep there. Um, Either way, the Braves need to win five games out of the next six. And I heard a clip today driving home, and Snit was saying, yes, it's kind of nice because there's no relaxation period here. Yeah, you don't get the save pitching. You don't get to work in some young guys that you wish you could do. But everybody's taking this these games serious. Every single guy is going to be up. There's no need to hi- any build up any hype for this. But the main thing for this kind of series in this kind of environment, be who you can afford to be. Don't get above yourself. Don't try to do too much. Be who you are. The Braves just need to play Braves baseball. Now, you need some guys to step up. You need Austin Riley to start getting hits. He hasn't had an RBI in his last nine at-bats. He has one out of his last 19. The guy needs to get some hits. He needs to get rolling. If he can get rolling with what everything else else that's going on with Mike Harris being Mike Harris, he's the damn MVP of the team. I don't care what anybody says. He's winning That he has saved us so many times. He set us up on on Wednesday night to win that game. I mean, we he he got a hit, infield hit. I mean, they made an error. Let's call it what it is. They did make an error, but he was gonna he was gonna be safe. And then they made a throw and error, and Dance we scored. So he puts us in a, in a situation where we're tied, where we have a chance to win that game, and we obviously screw it up. Um, that's another topic because I just hate the extra the over extra innings um, rules right now with baseball, and I, I think with the playoffs, that goes away, it goes back to normal, but I hate how it is right now. So getting back to it, if you, with Mike Harris being him, Eddie is doing good right now. Arcia is actually hitting the ball. Vaughn's calmed down, but you have Arcia there hitting, kind of just holding out for Ozzy. hopefully in two weeks. Hopefully we're still playing in two weeks. Um, Dansby's still doing Dansby things. He needs to pick it up a bit, but, I mean, he's about as consistent as he can be. Um, he's hitting the ball right now. He's not striking out a lot. That's all you can ask. The ball will fall. It'll find holes. That's what's going to happen. Olsen, his power, no- power number's coming back. Um, he's starting to hit the ball good just need to need him to be a little bit more consistent at the bat at bat I just need him to start honestly I just need him not pop up and strike out I know it's two big things in modern baseball that it's just pretty obvious it's going to happen um but at the rate that he does it it's been bad this year and but he's starting to turn it on and then another guy who's starting to turn it on if you watch that Washington series is Acuna so you got all these guys who are starting to get it together, starting to get a little bit hot. The bullpen is still the bullpen. You just need some solid pitching. And again, look who you have going this series. You have freed. You have Wright, And you have Morton. Morton is probably the questionable one. This would be Strider, but Strider is on the IL right now, um, which is, I think that hurts him from the rookie of the year, which isn't the goal right now. Right. We're not worried about the rookie of the year. We are worried about winning this series not even just winning series. You need to sweep this because of the tiebreaker. The Mets have the tiebreaker if you don't win this series or if you don't sweep this series. So a sweep here is huge, but it's hard to believe that you're going to take three or you're going to take two from DeGrom and Scherzer. I think you take one there, and I honestly think it's going to be DeGrom tonight. I really, truly believe it'll be tonight over Scherzer. Scherzer just, for some reason, has our number. But look, DeGrom, he has like a 2.07 ERA against the Braves. But in those games that he's pitched against us, it's 12 and 15. The Mets don't score runs for DeGrom. They just don't. He, that's his entire career. That's why he just needs to come down to Atlanta after this and just play for the Braves. I'm kidding, but really. Um, look, I just think you're more likely to get it from DeGrom because DeGrom has struggled his last four starts. Uh, he's given up around four runs every, every the last four, and... uh I just think he's gettable right now because I think they are babying him a little bit. Uh, it's going to be interesting. The Mets are calling up their uh, number one prospect in baseball guy. He's a catcher, but he's going to be DHing tonight, Francisco Alvarez. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see with him. Uh, he I, – I don't know much about him. I mean, we've seen this before from the Braves. Uh, the Phillies have called up guys. Uh, I've, I watched the Rockies call up a couple guys. So, I mean, we'll see. If, does it give them juice like Mike and Vaughn? I don't know. We'll see. And look, the Mets have a good squad, but Marte is out right now. Alonzo is just not really doing a whole lot, apparently. Look, they still have Lindor. They still have Lindor, and DeGrom is still on the mound. This is still a huge series. Both teams know it, and everybody in Atlanta knows it. it's going to be this environment tonight is is playoffs. This is playoffs. This is playoff round Zero, if you want to call it that, like we do with college football week zero. That's what this is. That's 100% what this is. Um, I, I am pumped. I hope the battery is swarming tonight. I hope it looks like it did during the World Series out there on the green. If you're going to be here, be loud, chop, be those people. Be those people tonight. Let's have a freaking electric environment, and let's get after it. Because I, I'm ready to. I'll be. I'll be right there. I'll be a few beers deep, and we're gonna we're gonna get after it. It's gonna be fun. Um, enjoy this series. This is this is what sports is about. Like, look, I, I love baseball, and there's there's a thing when two weeks ago games. I mean, they matter, but they don't at the same time. But now, this we're here. We we're at the point where we all thought this would be, where it comes down to the series, and that's what you want. That's what makes football great each week. Each week in college football means something. So that's why we love it. This is why we play Swords. This kind of competition. This situation. You want to win a championship? You win this series. You win this series and you sweep the Marlins. That's what you do. Win the East. Make it five in a row. Let's go ahead and do it. On to the next topic. We have... The home run race, I I could have called this the Smash Brothers. I could have called this, you know, Pujols. I could have called it Judge. But we're just going to call it the home run race because why the hell not? Look, two guys set history within the last two weeks. We'll start with Albert Pujols. What's there to say? The guy hits 700 home runs in his career. Um, I hope he keeps hitting them. I hope he keeps hitting them. Uh, They're going to be in the playoffs, which is good. He'll get to keep going. Uh, I want to see how many he can hit. If he can, I it would. I would love to say let's see if he can get close to the Babe and maybe pass him, but that's wishful thinking for sure. He's just have to go on an absolute tear over the next six games plus the playoffs, and I just don't see that happening. But to see history like this happen again, and I grew up and I saw Bonds do it. And look, I'm a Braves fan, so obviously I still truly believe Hank Aaron's the guy. He's the home run king because he did it without steroids. And Bonds did it with steroids, but I will always say this. Bonds did have to hit the home runs. He did have to swing the bat, and he still had to deal with all the walks and stuff that he had to do. So he had to still go up there, get his approach down, put barrel on ball, and hit the ball out. Did he have help? Yeah. Did he get a little bit stronger and bigger? Yeah. Did his longevity get extended because of the steroids? Obviously. But he still had to hit the home runs. Pool holes... What a more dominant guy through the first like 10 years of his career. That first stint with the Cardinals, some of the most majestic, most beautiful swing ever. I mean, like video from uh, hitting instructors, was it was always pool holes, always pool holes, pool holes, pool holes, pool holes when I was growing up. That's what you wanted to see. That was a swing you want to emulate. That's what you wanted as a hitter if you wanted to hit for power. And, I mean, the guy's swing is awesome. And what a more dominant guy when he made that run with the Cardinals when they were winning the World Series a couple of years back. And then he goes to the Angels, and he signs that massive contract, and he goes down a little bit. But, hey, he goes back to the Cardinals, and he gets his 700. So, I don't know how many more times we'll see this. Obviously, I think it will keep happening, but the way pitching is now, I don't know. Um, but it's still cool to see. I'm really happy for Pujols. I did, I'm glad he did it with the Cardinals and he did it against the Dodgers, which you could say, oh, whatever, you just hate the Dodgers. No, I just think it's cool because he played the last few years with the Dodgers. I think that's awesome. So he did it in front of fans that actually cared about him. So in, everybody wants to say, oh, I, I saw one take, and this is a horrible take. Guy hits 700. Dodger Stadium goes nuts. They just saw history. I don't care. If it's the other team, who cares? Guy, The freezing cold take I saw was, this is what's wrong with baseball. The other opponent hits a home run and the whole stadium's cheering. Context, asshole. Context, asshole. Guy just hit 700 home runs and he used to play for the team. Shut up. That team's already won their division. They're the best team in baseball. It's a home run that's history. Four guys have done this now. Bonds, Aaron, babe, and now pools. So shut up. That's just the worst take of all time. Just horrible, absolutely trash. And it just it, people. Some of the things people will say and put out there in the world just to get some attention is just unbelievable. Uh, but I'm so happy for pools. It was a cool thing to see. Um, I, I watched that video like three or four times, and just. Shout out to the AP man, that was awesome. Hey, I used to use it. He had a Marucci bat. I used that thing. Very top heavy. My man liked all the weight in the in the barrel. That's for sure. Um, we'll see what he can keep doing. See what the Cardinals can make a run. I, I don't know with their pitching situation, but hey, Donnie's on that team. They they they, they, get, they got a chance, man. They got a chance. Uh, moving on to the next part of this uh, of this segment. Aaron Judge just hit sixty one home runs in a season. Will he hit 62 tonight? Eh, We'll see. Um, I think he'll, I don't know if he'll do it. Uh, He just went on like an eight game streak where he didn't do it. So we'll see. Uh, I feel bad for the guy in Toronto who dropped the ball, Uh, but it worked out for Aaron, obviously. Went into the bullpen and he just got the ball back immediately. The Yankees didn't have to pay. And apparently the Yankees, when he hit 60, were not trying to give him, give the, the the fan who caught it much of anything, guy has bad negotiation skills. Work on those, big boy, because um, he could have got some money for sixty. Um, but sixty-one, I feel bad for that guy dropping it. Um, now let's get into this whole debate here, uh, because you can say he's not the home run king. Obviously, he's got to hit fourteen more, or yeah, fourteen more to break Bonds' as a record. Bonds hit seventy-four, but this is more impressive. There's one reason and one reason why this is more impressive. Look at the pitching now. This season versus what it was when he hit, when Bonds hit 74. Was Bonds seeing 96 consistently? Was he seeing upper 90s like uh, judges? Now, they both played in smaller stadiums uh, to the right side. They were both lefties. or No, judges are righty, my bad. But you get what I'm saying. Small park at both sides. It's more impressive because of the pitching. Pitching alone is better now than it was 10 years ago. Uh, that's pure and simple 15 years ago. I can't remember when bonds did it. I can look it up real quick. I just really don't want to, um, that's just pure laziness. I'm going to be honest with you guys. Uh, but when bonds did it, the pitching just simply was not this good. He's not seeing fastballs at 97 consistently. Like you are nowadays, um, back when bonds was playing, if a guy hit 97, he was closer and that was it. And it was a phenomenon. I mean, like Kimbrell was one of the first guys that we consistently saw do that night in, night out. Um, and he was a closer. And now look at him now. I mean, struggling a bit. He has, he has to play let it go to get going now as his walkout. Um, back to Judge. Yeah, that it's so impressive. It's so impressive. He's young. And guess what? The guy bet on himself this year. He didn't sign the big contract before the season. And who knows if he's going to be a Yankee. And if he's not a Yankee, that's <laughs> criminally insane for them not to sign him back. I mean, this guy should be a Yankee for life. Should be. I mean, look what he's just doing. Um, he's, I mean, he's putting the team on his back right now. Um, I know they've clinched, but at the same time, like, come on. Um, but if he's not signed back, that's bad for the Yankees, I think. And the guy really, <laughs> he bet on himself, and he, he had his best season he could have. He might win the damn triple crown if he can keep his average up over the next six games. Um, it's just so impressive what he did. Uh, let's see how many more he can hit. If he can get on a run. Hey, maybe, maybe I, I think he can pass Sosa and McGuire. That's for sure. Now, is he going to get the 74? I don't know. Now he ain't hitting 13 more unless they make a run into the world series. That's there. There's no way. Uh, it's still super impressive that he did this and anybody that's going to shit on it. Who cares? Uh, Again, the whole stairway thing, go back about five, ten minutes to what I just said. Uh, what Bonds, McGuire, and Sosa did, they still had to hit the home runs. It's not the not like this. Not like what Judges did. Not against his pitching. This is more impressive. Uh, but shout out to those two guys, man. We got to see history twice in two weeks. And, I mean, how many times are we going to see these crazy records get broken one lifetime? I mean, what? I want to see somebody break Bonds' record. I'm going to be honest. I want to see somebody hit 800. That'd be awesome. Doubt we'll see that, but here we are with AP hitting 700. So who knows? Uh, On to the next ones. Get into the Thursday night football recap. Um, So the main topic here, look, what happened with Tua should not happen. Last week against the Bills, he throws a pass, gets hit a little late, gets pushed on his back. Slams his head on the back of the ground. Gets up. Walks a few steps. Stumble and falls. Oh, lyman have to pick him up. They're, the NFL screwed this up. There should be... A, the spotter there, the referee spotter, should have saw that. Buzz down. Said, get him out of the game. Didn't do that. So, Tua goes... He gets checked real quick. And they say he's good. And they put him back in the game. He finishes the game. They do win. They, they beat the Bills. That's a big upset. But this is... He clearly was concussed. You don't take that hit. You don't slam your head on the back of the ground and not be concussed like that because it was so obvious that he was concussed and he goes back in the game and then let alone does doesn't go enter the protocol at all this week plays this game on a short week on a Thursday night game after playing on Sunday, which is just so dumb. And then he gets another concussion. I'm not going to fault the defender. Obviously. I'm big defense here. Uh, I believe that you should be able to hit quarterbacks. You should be able to hit. Now, should you take hits to the head? Obviously not. Take that out of the game. But what happened last night when he gets kind of slung down, that's just football, man. That's just part of it. He was making a play. Nothing malicious there. Whatever saw some people saying oh that's dirty that's not dirty that is not dirty at all and so I'll take those off so it's not dirty and it's not dirty at all and it's just if you saw the replays it was horrible his hands are like this it looked like he was paralyzed I'm just glad he's okay. That's the first thing. He, he gets carted off the field. They take him to the hospital. He apparently rides back on the on the plane and apparently watched MacGruber. Which shout out, shout out my boy Tua for watching watching your boy. Shit. Apparently, I can make the guy laugh. Obviously, I'm talking about the movie or the the video shows um, that that came out with Will Forte. Anyways, it's horrible that the NFL allowed this to happen and that the Miami dolphins allowed this to happen because this is on them. It's not on Tua a two was a football player. He wants to go and play. Obviously he wants to play. He wants to do what is best for his team. He wants to be on the field. He's a competitor. That's what he's going to do. But to allow him to go out there and then take another hit can't, can't allow that. That can't happen. When When an organization like the NFL that preaches player safety, player safety, player safety, and then they allow this to happen, come on. How serious are you about player safety? Or are you worried about making sure the Amazon Prime game is good by Tua playing? Could have just had Teddy play the entire game. One week, let him go through the protocol, even if he didn't have any symptoms, which I doubt he didn't. I guarantee, and, and if Tua did and he didn't tell, that's on. Come on, man. This is football. This is about, This is bigger than football. You have to be. You have to think about your longevity, your life after football, when it comes to these kind of things. And if he didn't tell that, tell anybody that he had headaches and all that, all the symptoms of concussions. Then there's only so much that they can do. But the first step would have been not letting him go back into that Bills game last week. When he stumbles like that, that shouldn't have happened. Pure and simple. Should not have been playing last night. Um, I'm glad he's okay. I know he's a Bama, Bama guy, but I'm glad he's okay. You never want to see a guy's hands like this after taking a hit. And uh, Amazon showing that replay over and over again, come on. You got to be better than that. You have got to be better than that. Uh, anyways, to the game. Uh, The Bengals, big win for them. Uh, Big bounce back. They're 2-2 and now. Uh, Miami's defense is pretty solid, and they were able to finally get some points up on the board in the fourth quarter. Um, I purely watched that game just because I have Waddle and Jamar Chase um, in fantasy. So a little bit of a bad night for me from that standpoint, but uh, I can tell you this. Bengals' offensive line has to figure it out. Uh, they really can't run block to save their life right now. And they they aren't giving Joe, Joe enough time to throw either. Um, the run blocking thing is a huge issue. Joe uh, Joe Mixon is averaging less than three yards a carry, and that's what he averaged last night. That's not how you win football games. I know the modern way of playing football now is that you just throw the ball all over the yard. Yes but you still have to average over four yards of carry. You need to average four to five yards of carry to be balanced. Balance is still a huge thing in football. If all you're going to be able to do is throw the ball, they're going to do what they did last night in double Jamar, which, yeah, it did open up for T. Higgins. T. Higgins had a huge night, but that's what teams are going to start doing. If you can't run the ball, they're going to run a shell, and they're just going to... have everybody back, drop eight in coverage and seven or eight in coverage. And that's what's going to happen. But when Tua comes out and Teddy steps in, I actually thought Teddy played pretty well. Uh, He made some great throws on his, on the run was his escapability looked great. You can tell he's got, he's got some trust in that knee again. And obviously he's had these moments where he's had to come in, especially like when drew Brees broke his thumb and he had to come in. Uh, He had one bad throw. It was kind of, I think that's just kind of a timing thing with him and Gasecki on the slant um, when he threw the pick. But let me tell you, that dime he threw to uh, Tyreek, that was beautiful. I mean, money. That was a great pass. He had every bit of arm strength that he's ever had. It was a great pass. And I mean, Teddy's going to be the guy for probably next week, maybe the week after, to be honest. I think you have to sit to it at least two weeks now. I know this is a long week. He got 10 days. I think you sit him next week and the week after. So you ride with Teddy for the next two, uh, depending on who you play in that second week. But, I mean, two is not playing next week. I mean, he. I, this is just – concussions are such a funny, weird thing where those, those symptoms can linger. And to be honest, you need to make sure they're gone. Otherwise, you're going to see what's happened with some of these other guys with CTE um you need to, he, they need to take this concussion series. full just screw your team record for 2 weeks um and just i mean you're 3 and 1 you're 3 and 1 it's pretty solid you're t- uh right now you're still beating the you're still at top of the of the of the east um yeah it's that that should not be the number one priority right now they need to just run Teddy out there and just get him up to speed get some trust between him and the receivers and throw Jalen waddle damn ball <laughs> uh but it was a pretty solid game uh, it was a snoozer at first but it, it turned into a good one there at the end so I'm um, just glad two was okay that's the main thing I wanted to talk about here uh moving on to our next topic we're just gonna go ahead and just do a full recap of the NFL last week anyways. Uh, We'll just get right into this thing. Uh, Let me pull up the scores from last week. I usually have these things pulled up, but a little lazy this week. Sorry. Uh, NFL Scores. All right, week three. Uh, So we'll start with the Thursday night game since I didn't get to cover it last week. Uh, The Browns put it on the Steelers. Look, Steelers have some offensive issues, and I think it's, uh, from the sounds of it, it's They don't know what their identity is. They don't like Matt Canada at offensive coordinator. Uh, and they just need to go ahead and put in Kenny Pickett because Mitch just, uh, George Pickens. What a catch of the year. Easily catch of the year. I mean, that was, that's up there with OBJ and crazy catches. And if you knew anything about George in college, he did this shit all the time. George being George. It is what it is. Um, it's pretty cool to see that he did that. Yeah, I, I love George. But Steelers got to figure it out. Steelers have to figure it out. Um, yeah, Browns look good. Chubb is Chubb. They're just going to keep rolling. Uh, they get the Falcons this week, so that'll be an interesting one. Uh, they're Hey, Jacoby's holding it down until Deshaun gets back, which. Yeah. Uh, moving on, Bears, Texans. Bears got a good win here. Uh, the Texans are 0-2-1, which is kind of interesting. But, hey, Bears didn't have to do much through the air because Khalil Herbert, 20 carries, 157 yards, and two touchdowns. Like, Jesus, have a day, son. Uh, Montgomery went out with an ankle, I believe, so that's something to monitor if you have them on Fantasy or if you're gambling. Uh, Titans, Raiders, Titans got a big win over the Raiders, and who saw the Raiders being going 3 at this point? I didn't. Um, I also didn't see the Titans being 1-2, and but... Uh, close game, 24 22. Derek Carr actually had a decent day, 303 and two touchdowns. They just couldn't get another two points, you know. Uh, Colts with a massive, massive bounce back game. Uh, they beat the Chiefs 20 to 17. I mean, that's Matt Ryan's trying to turn it around there. Uh, as mentioned, the Dolphins beat the Bills 21 19. Uh, it's kind of weird that this score happened because, you know, Josh Allen throws for 400 yards seems like they should win that game, but the Bills' uh, secondary is kind of decimated right now. They lost a couple guys. Micah Hyde's out for the year. Uh, a couple other guys are out as well, so that's something to monitor, something to keep an eye on. Uh, Vikings get a good win over the Lions, uh, 24-28. Not much to say there. Derek uh, Dalvin Cook might be injured again. Ravens put it on the Patriots, 37-26. Uh, Mac Jones is hurt, though, uh, it's not good for the Patriots moving forward. It looks like it's gonna be Hoyer. Um, but yeah, I mean Lamar put up five touchdowns. I mean, the guys just have an MVP season. Uh, I know we Bengals just played last night, but they beat the Jets 27 20, uh 20 27 to 21 or to 12, my bad. Uh they're two and two now. Eagles 24 8 over the commanders, who's, we all saw that coming. Jalen keeps being Jalen. Uh, Saints lose to the Panthers, twenty-two to fourteen. Just yeah, Panthers. They're just neither. Te- neither of those teams are good. The NFC South is horrible right now. Uh, th- I think they all lost. It looks like uh, Jags beat the Chargers. Uh, this this is pure and simply because Herbert's hurt. He has that rib cartilage thing that he hurt last week or two weeks ago and. Jags are actually pretty solid. The 2-1 down there in AFC South. Rams beat the Cardinals 20-12. No shocker there. Falcons get a good win over the Seahawks. I mean, Seahawks are pretty bad, but, hey, I'll take it for the Falcons just need to win some games. Um, They're not going to win many, so if they can win three more, they'll beat their uh, season total. Then you got the Packers beating the Bucs 14-12 in an interesting game. Uh, I know Rodgers is happy with that. They got a win. Brady's just going through it right now man him and that whatever is going on with him and Giselle it's nuts and then our Sunday night game which was a snoozer for sure 11 to 10 Broncos over the 49ers and they lose the 49ers lose because Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo does worse than what Dan Olofsky did kicking that ball out of the back of the end zone he backpedals completely out of the back of the end zone and gets a safety like how does that happen that simply should not happen. So, uh, shout out Jimmy G for making that happen. Um, but that's that's your NFL Week Three recap. Uh, I didn't watch much of it to be honest with you. Um, I had stuff going on, but we're gonna get into what I did watch, which was college football. So let's get in the Week Four recap. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and just get the get the you know monkey out there. Georgia looked like shit, um, pure and simple. Looked like shit against Kent State. Shouldn't happen. Uh, that's It's a lack of execution, a lack of focus, and to be honest, I think Kirby is kind of glad it happened now. Um, that way he could get his team refocused and say, hey, you're not as good as you think you are as much as the media has been saying. Over the last two weeks or the week before this, um, Everybody was saying Georgia's the next Alabama. Georgia's just gonna roll, roll in and dominate every single body. We might as well just give them the national championship trophy now. Well, that's not how this works. When you buy into that kind of bullshit, you come out and you roll. You look like that. Um, kind of glad it happened. I'm, I mean, I'm not glad it happened. Obviously, I'd rather us go out and win 49 to three like we did against Oregon. But it brings the guys back down to a level to where they can be coached. And that's good at this point in the season. And the issues that we saw, I mean, four turnovers, guys. Two, a pick, which was bound to happen. Stetson hadn't thrown one. It's fine. I'm glad he got it out of the way, and it wasn't that bad of a pick. It's not like he threw it to the wrong defender. It was a 50-50 ball, and the rec- our freshman receiver didn't go up and make a play. Um, Actually, it was Roseme, But it, either way, guy didn't go up and make a play. It, it wasn't that bad. Uh, But the muff punt. Which gives a field goal to Kent State, which is fine, but the muff punt and then the fumble from Lab McConkey as well, which led to a touchdown. So there's your ten points from turnovers. What was the f- that those two things shouldn't happen, should not happen. And now some misassignments happened on that on the screenplay that went along. Um, some issues in the secondary. That there's a lot of communication errors there. Um, and it, it, it needs to get fixed. And I think those are coachable moments, which is good for a young team like that. But it, it definitely humbled that team. And then when you allow a fake punt on a long, on which ended up being a long touchdown drive, that can't happen. Uh, Kent state did some weird stuff. They gave Oklahoma some issues as well. We'll get to Oklahoma. Um, but that, that shit shouldn't happen. Full honesty It should not um, but Hey, Kirby's going to get the boys, right? And I probably think they're going to cover the 29 and a half spread right now. Uh, to be honest with you, I think they're going to go up to Columbia, Columbia and dog walk Mizzou. I fully believe that. Um, I think those players got coached and they're a little fired up after a bad week. Uh, Stetson didn't look that great. To be honest, he wasn't on his P's and Q's. He was a little off. It seemed like. It was a noon game. It's Kent state. It's hard to get up for that one, but you need to go out there and you need to execute. You only get 12 shots at this thing. If you want to make it to the league, you got to show out every single time you get an opportunity. Simple as that. Uh, since we got that out of the way, let's get into the full week. Uh, we'll start with Alabama 55 to three over Vanderbilt. No shock there. Uh, probably this was the big game of the week. I guess you could say this is where uh, game day and ABC was at that night. Ohio State 52 to 21 over Wisconsin I mean we all saw this coming Wisconsin's not very good uh their offense is not not great at all um, they didn't play very good ball control offense like they should have um, but hey Ohio State's just rolling right now so uh Michigan close one with Maryland came down to the wire 3427 uh Michigan's an interesting one they play Iowa this week. Um, I'd be interested to see if they can score many points. Um, Michigan hasn't played anybody; they they have the weakest strength of schedule out of anybody. I think they might have the weakest strength of schedule, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens when they truly get tested. And look, Maryland's three and one, but still Maryland. They should roll over them, but they didn't. Uh, they're Michigan's an interesting four um to watch for the re- for for the next couple couple weeks. We'll see what their matchup is this week. They I think they got a pretty easy one actually. I think they got Purdue. Yeah. Next game, probably the craziest game of the week, which was Clemson Wake Forest. Uh this one went into two overtimes. Clemson's uh, Clemson ends up getting the win, 51-45. DJ actually looked like DJ that we saw for the very first time against Notre Dame. Um, he threw for 371 and five touchdowns. Uh I, I Wake can throw the ball. Clemson's supposed to have a great defense. Um that's the first that Clemson's offense has looked like that in a while. So I guess that's a good sign for them, but it's not a good sign for their secondary. Um they got they got thrown all over, especially in the third quarter. So be interesting to see if Clemson can get through this season unscathed. I think uh they, they got a massive one this week with NC State. That's where game is at this week. Um that's gonna be very interesting, very interesting game. Uh next one, big, big upset here. Kansas State rolls into Norman and gets Oklahoma. And Oklahoma's look good this year. Uh their defense is much improved. But Kansas State, for some reason, when they go into Norman, I don't know what it is, they just win. They just simply win, and it doesn't. It doesn't. I don't know. Cam, I know I was gonna text you back, but I had to get going. Um, but yeah, Kansas State gets the win. It's it's huge for them. Big Twelve is kind of wide open now. Uh, Texas ends up losing the Texas Tech. So who? It's Baylor and Oklahoma State right now, and I don't know. That's that conference is wide open like it is every single year. Uh, USC, Oregon state, USC almost lost this one Has a late score to win the game. Uh, it was, I didn't get to watch this one. Actually, I take that back pac 12 game, pac 12 network. This is why it sucks. It's just like the ACCU network, uh, Kentucky, Northern Illinois, Kentucky almost lost this game. Uh, they're, you know, they're ranked number eight. They're playing Ole Miss this week. Who's I think 14, 16, something like that and they're a dog, like six-and-a-half-point dog. So Kentucky's got to figure it out. Uh, game of the week, in my opinion, these next two actually games of the week, Arkansas, Texas A&M, a uh, and won 23-21. Uh, that was a good game. Uh, if you saw the ending of that one, Arkansas doinks went off the top. Uh, I've never seen that happen before, but that that's nuts a um, and actually pulled out a good one there, but I fully expect an Arkansas to win. Arkansas has Bama this week. KJ's got to put up a better performance than 12-19-171. Just saying. If you want to beat Bama and keep it close, you got to pull out a better performance than that. Uh, big game here, Tennessee-Florida 38-33. Look, Richardson actually lived up to his hype for once. Let's call it for what it is. Richardson threw for 453 and two touchdowns. I think a lot of that came late, but Tennessee just had a had a little bit too much firepower. Tillman, I think he's out for the year now. I think he had ankle surgery, um, but yeah, Tennessee checkered out. They were they had game day. They finally beat Florida for the first time in a long time. So I mean, we'll see what Tennessee's got. A they got five games or next five games or Bama, LSU, Kentucky uh George's in there some that's LSU yeah uh it they they got a slate ahead of them it's going to be interesting to see out how, how if they if they come into Athens undefeated then I'll buy into it but I think they'll be two or three lost team by the time they get to Athens uh next game that was close you had Oregon beating Washington State 44 to 41 that one came down to the wire Uh, they were actually losing that game. I had to listen to this one on the radio. They were losing this game pretty, pretty handily. And they go down, score a touchdown, get a defensive stop. Score again. I want to say they get a pick that they, they get a pick six. Actually, I take that back. They, and then Washington state scores. Then Oregon, I think kicks another field goal. I mean, they scored 29 points in the fourth quarter. It was an insane ending to the game, and I don't think Oregon actually covered. But holy shit, what an ending! That uh, was a big win. They was on the road. Uh, Oregon's an interesting team. They get their ass kicked at the beginning of the year, and they've they've won some good good games since then. Beat BYU, beat Washington State on the road. So let's see what else we got here. Anybody interesting? Yep, the Texas and Texas Tech game. Texas Tech gets a big win there. I didn't get to see this one, but they storm the field, horns down right in front of the mascot. Interesting. Then the biggest upset of the week, and my favorite one, Middle Tennessee State University beats Miami at Miami in front of maybe 10,000 fans. Um, that's just a joke about Miami not having any home home field advantage. The MTSU goes into Miami Beats their ass. I mean, 45 31. That's not even close. That's a two possession game there, guys. I mean, Miami's supposed to be this hype machine with Mario Cristobal, and nope, the U is not back. Cristobal's offense is horrible. So, oh, all right. Let's move on to the next thing and let's finish this thing up. Let's get into the picks and then we'll get out of here. So, let's go ahead and pull up the odds. All right, so for the NFL this week, I've got the Vikings over the Saints at minus three. Colts at home over the Titans, minus three and a half. And I got the Bears on the road against the Giants, plus three. Then I got the Bills and the Ravens over the 51 because of the Bills secondary. This is why. And you know what? Give me Ravens as a home dog, plus three. They're a home dog. They're rolling right now. Bills are kind of coming off a big loss, which you'd think bounce back game, but give me Lamar in that offense. Next, we got the Chargers Texans. I'm actually going to take the under forty four and a half here, and this is because Herbert's hurt. And then I'm going to take the Texans plus five and five and a half. They're a home dog. I'm rolling with the home dogs this week. Uh, give me next. We got Detroit versus Seattle. I'm taking Detroit minus three and a half here. That's just easy. Uh, Next game, I got the Jets Steelers. You know, I go back and forth on this game, but I think this is gonna be a close one. So give me the points. Give me the Jets plus three and a half. I like the Jets offense just a little bit more than Steelers. Uh, Jags Eagles in Philly minus six and a half. Uh, I'm taking the Eagles here. That's just they're rolling. They're probably one of the best teams in NFL right now. Browns versus the Falcons. Uh, Miles Garrett got into an accident this week. Um, I just just told you I'm taking home dogs, so I'm taking the Falcons plus one and a half. I don't know why, just just what I'm feeling. Uh, Give me the Cowboys at home against the Commanders minus three. Cooper Rush is looking good right now. He's got that offense rolling. They might be better with him. I I don't know. Uh, Now, I will say this is the one game I'm not taking the home dog. Uh, I'm taking the Cardinals minus one and a half over the Panthers. Cardinals are better than the Panthers. They have a better skill, players, better defense. They're, they are better. Their record's not showing it right now, but they're better than the Panthers. Um, I'm taking the. What I take here? Oh, I didn't take this game. Okay, I didn't make a pick here. So we're going to go live. We're going to go under 45 and a half against the Ra- for the Raiders, Broncos. And I'm going to take the Raiders at home, minus two and a half. They're going to get their first win. The Broncos really haven't looked that great at all this year. Uh, next game, Packers minus 9.5 against the Patriots. It's Brian Hoyer season. Aaron Rodgers at home against Brian Hoyer. That's simple. It's a lot of points, but it's simple. Uh, Next game, I've got the Chiefs plus one on the road in Tampa. Um, You know what? I kind of want to change this just because Tampa just had that hurricane and they're playing at home. They got a lot to play for. So I'm going to change that. I'm going to change that to the Bucs just because of that. We are changing that to the Bucks minus one. They're going to get a win for the for the home crowd there, dealing with the hurricane. Okay, so now the Sunday night game, we got the Rams plus one and a half in uh, San Fran. Rams are better than 49ers. That's simple. Then the Monday night game, is that right? That's not right. Uh, That's Thursday night. Okay, that was a Monday night game. My bad. Uh, So that's it. That's it on the NFL. Sorry, it's FanDuel. has got it. The time's weird. All right, so first game I got for college now. We're taking Washington minus 2.5 versus UCLA. UCLA should have lost to South Alabama. Give me Washington. Washington just had a big win the other day. Uh, Michigan, Iowa do play this week. I'm taking the under 42-and-a-half here. Iowa's defense is stout, but they don't score a lot of points. Michigan has a stout defense. Uh, if there's going to be points, it's going to be from Michigan. Um, I think they keep it under that 42-and-a-half. Uh, next, I've got Kentucky plus six and a half on the road against Ole Miss. Um, yeah, I know they almost lost last week to Northern Illinois, um, but Ole Miss doesn't impress me with Jackson Dart yet, so this is a big game for them. In Kentucky just being number seven and Ole Miss being unranked and them being six-and-a-half-point dogs is crazy. Just absolutely crazy. So give me the points there. Uh, next game, another matchup. Uh, this is a top-25 matchup. you got Oklahoma State, Baylor. This one's probably going to be a big decider in the um, <clears throat> Big 12 this year. So I'm taking Oklahoma State on the road plus the points. Uh, I don't really know much about these teams, but I do know Baylor did lose to BYU. So give me Oklahoma State next game. This is your 3:30 SEC week of the game. Alabama, Arkansas. Which way do you think I'm going to go? Give me them points. It's too many points. 17 and a half. Arkansas. Um, it just seems like like too many points. If you watch the game last year, it was a one touchdown game going into the fourth quarter, and it's kind of what I think is going to happen here. Um, I will say that 17 and a half could be about right if Arkansas's offense looks like it did last week and their secondary continues to suck. Um, their secondary is very bad, and if Alabama can get, if Bryce Young and those receivers can get some kind of timing down, it's going to be a blowout. But I'm banking on the la, uh, on that not happening, and Arkansas actually showing up and putting up a good game. Um, next game also at 3:30. This one's kind of weird because Kansas is undefeated and they're a home dog to Iowa State. So give me plus three Kansas. Seems kinda weird. So uh next I have LSU minus eight and a half. Who did they play? They're playing Auburn. Sorry. Auburn looks really bad right now. They look really bad. And Calzada's out, so Next I have the NC state Clemson game I'm taking NC state plus a six and a half. This feels like if you could get this at seven, that seems like the number honestly, but just see this being a really close, like three point game. Um, I'm also taking the over here plus a 44 and a half. Oh, I forgot to mention in the Kentucky game and Kentucky will Miss, I'm taking under 54 and a half too. Cause Kentucky doesn't score a lot of points. Uh, Yep, Kansas. And then on the Wake Forest game, I am taking Wake Forest plus six and a half because they should have beat Clemson last week. Um, they're playing Florida State. They're on the road. It seems weird that they're a six and a half point dog to Florida State, but if this was around three, I would probably take Florida State, but it's not. So uh, look for Oklahoma TCU. That seems like a big bounce back week. That over is at 68 and a half, which is kind of crazy. I'd almost take the under there. I actually am gonna take the under there because under 68 and a half. Oh you. Yeah. Uh, Oklahoma's defense is actually better this year. I know they gave up a lot of points at Kansas State last week, but they're they're better this year. So I'm gonna take the under there and see what happens. Um that's it, guys. Uh y'all go have a great weekend. It looks like my camera went out. Uh, Y'all go have a great weekend. Um, I'm going to go watch some baseball. I got some stuff I got to go do. Sorry, Cam. This is why I had to do this. I got to go. But, yeah, I'm going to go watch this game. Hopefully, the Braves. I'm talking to y'all next week as a clinch. Otherwise, I'll be gearing up for a wild card. So, let's hope we can get the win this week and see what happens. So, y'all have a great one. Um, I'll talk to y'all next week with Cam. We'll be back next week.